Okay, so again, today's stuff is stuff you would bet. And um, and this, we, we probably should have learned a little bit further on to the doctor to finish off the idea, but in yesterday's dark towards the end, um, we saw the we saw the Gemara's attempt to align Reb Meir Reb Yehuda. Reb Meir in our Mishnah that says Hakotel Lashachad is Maftik. Um, how and also we saw Reb Yehuda, who by Ktsirata um, Omer he says if it's prior to Shlish, that's when you can consider it to Ktsirata Omer. Kotel Lashachad, how after you cannot. We tried to align the two. But since it has a Shem, according to Rabbi Huda, since it has a Shem Ktsira, it's Mechuyah in Peah. And also, we saw Rabbi Meir that only, only a, a, a cutting that's Chayv in Peah would be Mafsik without Kharisha uh, after. That was the alignment we did yesterday. What the Gemara finishes now by asking is Rabbi Zira by Zira so we know by Rabbi Yehuda, he says that if you cut, did the ktsira prior to it growing a shlish, a third of its growth, then we said that, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, that it would be part from peah, leket, and shechacha. Well, yesterday we only really talked about peah, but it would be the same for leket, leket and shechacha as well, the other two matan or any of which we haven't really learned yet in, in detail. But this is saying that even if you began, he began cutting some of this, uh, some the, the say, like, say, for example, the wheat, prior to growing a shlish and completed it after it grew a shlish, it would still be all be pato, because the beginning of the ktsira happened prior to shlish. And the question is, does that also apply to Rebbe Meir as well? Rebbe Meir, Omer, Hitchilat Shloi Vishlish, Vafila Vishlish, would that also be, now in front of us, we have pato minaleka, Mishlech Alpea, but relevant to us, we'll give the graph changes to say, is it also mafsik? I mean, we saw that the Kohen Rebbe Meir, HaKotel HaShachar is Mafsik only after it reaches, it says, Hazachiyof Peah, after it reaches the Shlish. Now the question is, would he agree with Rebbe Yehuda that if the beginning was just prior to Shlish, even if you completed after Shlish, would it also be Mafsik? That's the question of the Gemara, and that really closes off yesterday's Sugya. Okay, and it's left as a question. So let's now learn Halacha Bet. Now in the first Halacha in this uh, Mishnah, really, in this, uh, in this Perek, we saw that a, 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 a split, a small canal, a small stream, would, uh, would be mafsik, for payah, depending, assuming it had significant width. So Amar, um, so the Gemara says, Amatamayim she'en yofali lekatzer kachat, if have an amatamayim, a stream, where the, the, let's use the example of wheat again, where you can't cut the wheat on either side together, according to one understanding is you cannot grab the, the tops of the wheat on either side at the same time, then Rebbe Yehuda says, then it is, uh, that's when it's mafsekot. Okay, the Gemara is going to question exactly what Rebbe Yehuda is doing, because we saw the stream before his mafsek. And what the question the, question the Gemara is going to address is, is he being mefarish sachamim, or is he becoming to choylek on the chachamim? Meaning, yes, it's mafsek as long as it's flowing, but is Rebbe Yehuda adding an extra requirement that also it can't be, you cannot, what's called, harvest the wheat on either side at the same time for it to be mafsek. The next case is, we call haharim, that's, uh, that's using the last of the past from Mishayahu, that we're talking about, let's say you have in a field, a small mountain in the middle of the field, that is, has to be, you can't use a plow in that region. It has to be, if you want to grow things on that, on that hill, you have to use an, a, a hoe to dig it. You have to use a hoe to, to dig it. Even though a, a, an ox wouldn't be able to go pulling a plow over it, we say still because you do plant on that incline, we say that it is not ten peachalakol, it's not masik. That's the mission. Okay? Fine. Let's on the Gemara. I'm atamaim. Have a bay maymar that what velopligin. 
we were thought to say the Gemara the initial assumption was it makes two assumptions that are correct. The first assumption is the review is not being chalak on chachamim but it's being mafarish. However, eshkachatan we saw a taught elsewhere the what amatamaim hakavua harezim mafseket that amatamaim that is kavua this is shita chachamim is mafseket no matter what. So if you have a amatamaim this stream this canal that's going through the thing it's constantly flowing it's irrelevant whether you can cut on both sides it's always being mafseket. If you, want, if you need to make that clearer, uh, the gra uh, actually uh, adds, and Rebbe, that in that writer also adds that Rebbe Hudo Mer im yachol lekatzechat in mafseket. So you can see quite clearly it's machlok between Chachamim and Rebbe Huda. Because and Chachamim is amatamaim is mafsek as long as it's flowing. According to Rebbe Huda, that's only if it really is separating the two different sides of the um, of the field. Or two, in other words, you cannot grab. From one, or we'll see in a minute, but you cannot harvest both sides at the same time because of this stream. Uh, however, Habun Bay in the main, we were thought to say that what? We were thought the Havamin at this stage is that it's mafsik. If you can't, if you can only, if you're standing on one side, you can't harvest the other side. If, in other words, say the stream is too deep to stand in or something like that. If you could stand in the middle of the stream, the Kotemi can't be can't in a mafsik. The assumption is that if you could stand in the middle of this stream, for example, it wasn't too deep, and you could harvest on both sides, then that stream wouldn't be mafsi. However, eshkach tani palig. However, we find that another teaching seems to be say otherwise. That is what hayomed the ends of the kotzer mikanu become mafsi. If you if if you could only harvest by standing in this stream in the middle, many harvest both sides at the same time of the stream, then it is still mafsi because it's only mafsi if mitzadachad enu mafsi. Meaning only if you stood on one side and you could not um, reach the uh, the other side. Meaning it's what do I mean mitzadachad in a mafsik? Meaning if you could stand on one side and harvest the other side, then that's when it's not considered big enough and it's not mafsik. That's how you read the gemara. Next, next case. He would. This is continuing on the harim. So Rabbi Chia says as follows. Rabbi Chia bar Ada b'shem Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish says hayasham sela. So you have some rock face that is raised in the middle of the field. Um, and it's raised somewhat. The Mishnah says, when is that mafsik? Now, a very, very important point. We're not talking about the cellar being a um, sig- significantly wide that it's like a bait robber. Because if you remember before, a stebur, fallow land that is a bait robber, is mafsik. Okay? So then if unplowed land is mafsik, if it's that, it's that size, and clearly rock face would be as well. Okay? So we're talking about something narrower than that. The question is, this rock face, at what point do we say it's mafsik? So it says, Imo keru et ha-machrisham mitzvah nem mitzad zeh, mafsik. Mitzad echad enu mafsik. Which means, if I read meaning, if it is that the fact, Ima kishimagia ima machrisham etzla sela, en yochol alech kedarko. If, when you reach this rock face, you can't continue pulling the plow, you have to raise, el atzrich la kor lag bi, I have to lift it up. To put it on top of the cellar. When you get over the other cellar, you've got to do the same thing as well. Meaning that the cellar is um, acting as an obstacle for your plow on both sides. That's when the cellar is mafsik, even if it's a small, narrow amount. However, if it's only mitzad echad, if it seems to be the cellar slanted, then it's not mafsik. In other words, what for what what is the, how significant does the rock face has to be? It has to interrupt the plow on both sides in order to split a field in two. Again, mafsik meaning now it makes one field like two, and you have to leave pair for both. Okay. But one second, Madre got 
Now, it's only when I came to Israel that I really appreciate this, because you see this when you go on to Lim and the like. Madrigot, meaning when they're planted on the hilltops, they cut out stairs into the sides of the mountain in order to plant. Okay, so the mission is, it says, we've got a teaching, Hamadregot, these almost stair-like cutouts in the mountain. So in order that you can plant things on the mountain at different levels, Shehen Gvohot Asarat Fachim, that there are tent Fachim, one, uh, uh, like there's a, there's a step down to the next level of tent Fachim. In that situation, no tent Peamikol Echad Ve'echad. That would be Mafsik, it's like two separate fields, you need to leave pair for each one of your uh, stairs, if you like. However, Pichot Mikan, if it's less than that, then not ten, um, not ten mechad alakol. That's what we say. One second, pachot mikan. If it's less than that, not ten peachad alakol. One second, I don't understand that. But one second, pachot mikan. Eno kerata machresha. Granted, it's not ten tvachim high, but five tvachim high would certainly or kerata machresha would certainly disrupt the plowing process. So here it seems to be. In other words, let's go back again. We said the cell is mafsik if it interrupts the flow of the the plow. But we come to a, a step on the side of the mountain for your for your fields. We said it's only mafs, it's only separate fields if it's a, a step of ten tfachim. Mashma, if it's lower, even if, to, if even if interrupts the plow, it would be mafsik. So we say no. So um, so the grass says no. I feel bit You're right. Even less than that, it's going to be mafsik. However, lo atinan mitni asara ella begin sofa. But the reason why I had to teach us the, the shear of ten fachim or the difference of fachim, what? Which means sometimes what you'll have is you don't have beautiful stadium seating like on the side of a mountain. Sometimes what happens is the mountain can be at some sort of an incline. And, um, and the, uh, so I just saw a question about different produce. That's the next mission. We'll get to that in a minute, Fred. Um, uh, and, and what happens is that the stairs some eventually join up with one another. So in that situation, if they end up joining one another, even if there's a step, it could still be not necessarily mafsik. I'll read you Rabbi Chaim. He says, So she imayu madrigot olchot mushupa mitzidan echad hayu gvohim kol echad mechavar debitzad shini hayu shom madrigot muravim. So in other words, there's a step at one end, but they joined together at the end. Kol ma shukulam b'mishur echad, then noten peha echad alkol. Mishum hachi nakat reisha. That's why the beginning of the mission, the bright had to teach us that they're above, there's a, there's a step of ten tefachim. Lashmu'inam, debechi hai gavna, in this manner, nami ima yoroshay madrigot morabim no tempelachol. That even if there's a step of ten tefachim, because it joins at the end, that would still can be considered one field. That's what, the, that's what it's trying to teach us. Okay, next halacha. It says, um, sorry, your question of, uh, it's not the next halacha, it's the one after. I got a bit ahead of myself, Fred, the, the, your question about different grains. Let's have a look at it. So this is what we mentioned before. All the things we list, list, list in the beginning about streams, rivers, roads, and like they're mafsik for grain, but not for trees. The only thing that's mafsik for trees is offense. If, however, the trees seem to be um, coming over the fence, we'll discuss exactly how that works soon, and joining over the fence, then that, if you like, that's mavatal the mechitza. And therefore, the, 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 even the fence wouldn't be massive. Okay. Next, when it comes to carob trees, because they're planted not in, generally not in an orchard like manner, but rather quite sparsely, then as long as one cheruv can, if you like, see another cheruv, another carob tree, then there you can leave peah from one on, the, uh, on another. Okay. 
Amrad Gamliel, Ragamia says, not going to be Abba, not mean Pea Achat Lezaitim, Sheulahem, the whole Ruach, the Lacharim, the So he says, Rebbe Gamliel says, when it comes to our olive trees, we used to have olive trees in different sides of the city. Each side of the city had its own, was one pair for all those olives on, the, on, on that particular side. We'll explain why in the Gemara in a moment. And the Haruvim exactly explains that, like the Mishnah, that it was Kolarim Zedze, meaning as long as they were in eye shot of one another, the different carob trees, you could leave a pair for one and the other. And Rebbe Lazar, the Rebbe Tzadok Omer, Mishmo, Af Lacharovim Shayula Kotlahem Becholair. He says no. He says that even for the entire city, they would leave Peya from one of these carob trees. Okay, let's have a look at, um, even if they cannot see another, but let's have a look in the Gemara. Hakol Mafsikl is right. It says, Mayu Kotesh. What's this Indian of Kotesh? This Lashon of Kotesh? Because language Kotesh can mean two different things. It doesn't mean like an Ali, in Korea Olar in here, but it's like an Ali Bemachtesh. Are we talking about the fact that the branches, like if you like pounding, like a um, like a pestle in a mortar, like machtesh is koteshoto, like the, the wall is being compromised as a result, like it's pressing down, it's about to crumble. Or does it mean kotesh al-gabei geder, that the branch themselves, is like we explained it previously, that the branches, if you like, knotting into one another and joining over the geder. So it says, mima, mima, from that which it says, se'ar kotesh, ena geder kotesh hada amar, the fact that it talks about like hair being, being connected at the top, it seems to be the references to the branches and not to the wall. So then mashma that it's kotesh al gabea edu. We're talking about the branches joining over the top of this gather. Okay. So Rabmana Amar, Zimni Dahabi Bay Ba Betoch Arbamot, Zimni Nabi Betoch Asrat Fahim, and also Binatuim Mata Asrat Beisar. So the quality, so it seems to Rabmana gave a qualification. What it means of se'ar kotesh, meaning that, in other words, do we say just because two branches happen to be touching and in contact over the wall that that's enough? That mavat mechitza? Well, no. Also, what if the trees are like really far apart? There just happens to be very long branches that are coming across. Does that does that mavat mechitza or not? So it seems to be Ramana gave different shiurim. Sometimes he said sometimes he said four amot. Sometimes he said ten tfachim. And sometimes he says it's like 10 planted in a beitzah. So 10 trees planted beitzah is a bit over 18 amot, sort of spacing. And it wasn't clear um, what, what, what these shirim were referring to. So the Gemara says, Ma'ach ma'amina. So ma'ikadin, like, what's a din? What do we learn from this? So the Mepharshim explained it differently, but uh, we'll go through it carefully. It says, well, you, again, like from Chaim, as, as consistently we do. So the shear of Abamaot means the trees have to be within four amot from the fence. Meaning if they're much further than friends fence and you've got the, the branches somehow are standing very long and connecting, well, that, that's, that doesn't mavata the geder. The geder is still significant. So it has to be within dalad amot from the, um, from the fence. Also, next. Which means it has to be tent vachim between the branches. So, and also between the mata asra la also has to be ten planted within this beit Now, what does this mean? So, um, Rebbeim here, I didn't find hundred percent clear to understand. I found it difficult to understand. However, in Derech Amuna, he explains it as follows, and it's it's quite clear in Derech Amuna. This is in um, in uh, on Gimel Kufchafet. He says first first point is it can't be within Daladamot from the fence. That's requirement number one. Requirement number two 
is the other branches, if you've got a few branches connecting, the other branches that might not be connecting also still have to be within tentfachim from the branches that are connecting. In other words, it has to be significantly bunched up, if you like, near or over the fence. The final point of Beit Sa'ar, he says that if you've got a very wide fence, so it means a thick one, the, the trees on either side have to be within 18 amas and a bit of each other, the like of Nutu and Beit Sa'ar. That's the way it explains this Gemara, right? That it's like there are three requirements. Um, do you have time? Yeah, the, yeah, we do. So the Rush, however, he says, actually, no. He says that it's, it's almost like only two requirements. He says it has to be, normally it has to be within four amot from the gate. However, if the branches, we've got so many branches, it's like densely pop, like densely branches at the top, then you could even have it even wider, further from the fence, which is be this big rover of like 18 amot. So again, I'll just give you a, 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 like a bit of an insight that there is certainly more, more than one way of understanding this. Um, and I, yeah, it's, that's very exciting. Let's continue. When it comes to Charuvin, these characters, call Arovin, as long as they can see each other. But then it also mentioned, if you recall, the, um, that when it came to the olive trees, he would leave, um, they would leave payoff for each ruach of the city. So the Gemara asks as follows. What are we talking about? We're talking about north, south, east, west. No, we're talking about each side of the city. So it doesn't have to be north, south, east, west. And the question is, and the, so Amr Abiyosi Barabun, no, Shabbat Rebi, let's explain why. Shabbat Rebi, Ayulem Arba Badim, La Arba Ruchotair. They had four presses on either side of the city. That's why they can leave pay on each side of the city, because if you like, they were, they were all concentrated or c- connected by a particular bad on that side of the city. Um, so that's why Arba Emilir, Behenonimla, called Badobala Firuchot. And, and therefore, um, for each bud on each side of the city, that's why they'll leave a pair for each one. Okay. Now, what about these three charuvim? Um, it says, So in other you can imagine, a, I'll just use uh, three fingers here. You can imagine you've got three charuvim. This one's on like a hill, the middle one's like on a hilltop. It can see the other two. The, uh, the outer two can see the middle one, but the outer ones can't see each other, right? And we said, as long as they can ruin you can leave pair for one and the other. So how does this work? So the Gemara says, um, so you can take from the outer ones for the middle one. Uh, but you can take for the middle one, if you want, leave payoff for both the outer ones because it can see the other ones. But this one can't leave pair. The outer one can't leave pair for the outer one. So in other words, it's not like, as long as they can see each other, it's like connected by some electrical current now and they can all consider one field. No, it's, if you're mafrish pair from one, it has to, be, has to see the pair, the, the other, if you like, harub that it's mafrish pair for. Okay, that's what kind, of, kind of way it works. Now, let's look, let's look at this case. Halakha Dalit. Now, this might relate, I think, to what you're talking about, asked a question before, Fred, that if it's different minim, we have to leave pair for each min. However, what it says, if you zorea et sadeo minechad, if you plant one particular min, one particular species, even if you're sealed on shtegranot, even if you seem to harvest them at different times, you wish to harvest them at different times, then you still, it's the same min, and therefore you have to leave one pair for all of them. 
What if zarash meaning? What if you plant two different meaning? Alphabet, even if you want to say goran if you want to have some at the same time, then as you as we as you ask, Fred, that what that uh, not ten stay you have to leave payout independently for each of them. What if we're talking about subspecies? What about we're talking about they're both wheat, but the different varieties of wheat. So then the goran, how you relate to them, how you treat them, that might that then it makes a difference. If you're Sagoranachat, if you have them all at the same time, then it's considered if you like one min, and then you leave one pair for all of it. If you do Shtegranot, if you have them at two separate times, then you'd have to leave two payot. So my Shimon Ish that he Rabbi Shimon is misbeh planted before Rabbi Gamliel. Valuli Shiatagazi, they all went to the base of Migdash, to Lishatagazi, to the Sanhedrin, Vashalu. And ask this very question. All the way to what? If it's two subspecies of wheat, if you make goranachad, then not ten peachad, in one pair is required. If I you have a two separate times, it's two peyot. In other words, this is almost like a proof of evidence that this din is, is solid all the way back, back from halachal moshe messinai. Okay. Now, what happens as follows? What if one changes their mind halfway? This is the, you know, I'll do a little bit of a share screen here. Not, not really necessary, but it might just, um, might just help a little bit. Okay, so I've got here, um, I've got two different uh, wicks. Let's have a look. Katsar chatsi igdo vachatsi shamutit. So igdo is also igro, meaning this is a very nice white species of wheat. And shamutit is um, shrimtit, so I think the other explanation, which is like a red variety of wheat, all right? And so that's why I've got these two different wheat planted. What someone did is he um, harvested half of each. So this is the first one, first case here. He cut both of half. And his intention was lasot goranechad. However, benimlach, and he changed his mind. The asal shtegran, he said, you know what, I'm going to separate the two. I'm going to finish one now, and I'll finish the other one at a later time, Okay. Then, then what we say is we go by how you ended. Now, since at the end, your decision at the end was to treat them separately, therefore you can't mafrish from one, leave payout from one on the other. Because now they're considered two different minim. The critical thing is, is at the end is what is kover. Okay? So not from what you harvested in the beginning and what, or what you're about to harvest at the end. Now, what does it mean in the beginning? You don't leave payer in the beginning. What it means is, meaning if you happen to have cut all the wheat and you have to mafrish now from that which is already cut, then it can't be the stuff you cut. It wouldn't make a difference if it was the stuff you cut in the beginning or the stuff you cut at the end, meaning your machshava in the beginning affects everything, even the stuff you've already cut. Meaning, again, machshava at the end is koveya. However, whatever katsar, next case, katsar, again, you cut half up. Katsar, and it says, your intention was to have it taken separate. And at the very end, you decided, and you thought, you know what, let's just do it all together at the same time. Then we say, again, it's now considered a single min for everything, even the stuff you've already cut. And therefore, you can mafish from one on the other. They consider the same min, and also min agidu betchila shamoti betchila, likewise. You can mafresh min agidu shabetchila shamoti betchila. In other words, you can mafresh from one and the other. They're all considered one min. And mafresh min agidu ala agidu falls shikilat zadehu. 
And what does this mean? This, this last statement is as follows, meaning you can mafrish meaning if we're talking about one min, you can mafrish from the, what you cut in the beginning on the end, only if you've already harvested the whole field. Why? Because what you harvested in the beginning is now already cut. And if you didn't finish your whole field, then you can't mafrish from what is cut and what is still standing, because ideally pay has to come from that which is still standing. It's only if you happen to cut the whole field, then we say you take from what was already cut. Okay. Now the final case is as follows. So what happens if you did half? And then you cut the, you end up completing the whole field of, of the other one. And your intention was to do one, uh, one uh, And now you've changed your mind to make it two different granot. Then we say, where Reb Chaim explains it as follows. Granted that at the very end, your machshab at the end defines what happens at the beginning. Like for example, in here, by switching from one to two, then we now, it creates even the stuff you've already cut into two minutes. However, here, since you've already fully cut it, meaning that the shamut is already fully cut, my changing my mind after it's already cut can't affect it. Since it's already cut, it maintains its status as being the same min, if you like, as it was when I, when I, when I fully cut it. So therefore, I can mafresh now on what remains. I'm not really mafresh, but I can leave payer from what remains, that little part here, for the entire field, from both minutes. Okay, this is despite the fact we always say, we've been saying, then it's Kovea. But however, since your change of mind, if you like, was too late, therefore it doesn't affect the Shemut that's already been harvested. Okay, let's just do a little drop, uh, drop more and, and we'll finish this year. It says, Mashazar So the Gemara now comments on the fact, on, on the, on the, um, the, the mice that came out, Shazar Rabbi Shimon Ish Mitzvah. We saw the Mish, it says, Amr Abzira B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan. I'll just stop this. Stop this. Show. It says as follows: If you see halacha in the Mishnah, and you don't really understand it necessarily, don't uh, dismiss it. Why? That's what Rav Chaim says. Why? Because you find many halach l'moshe mesina that are mentioned in the Mishnah that doesn't explicitly say it. We happen to be fortunate in our Mishnah that it says, ah, this halacha, that's halach l'moshe mesina. The Mishnah came out and told us this. We see from here that what? There may be many other halachas in the Mishnah that are brought that you might think are a bit suspect. I don't really get it. But don't be too quick to dismiss it because many of them are halach l'moshe mesina, even if that uh, even if the Mishnah doesn't explicitly tell us it is. All right. That's a share today. Everyone wish you a good shot.